everyone, welcome back to Focus Alpha, your weekly Solana NFT podcast. This is one of our weekly recap shows where we cover the projects that we've been watching for the week of March 2nd to the 9th, as well as the mints that we're looking forward to for the upcoming week. As with all episodes of this podcast, the information provided here is for entertainment purposes only. The NFT space is the Wild West. Please do your own research. Never invest more money than you're willing to lose. All right, with that, let's get right into the show. All righty. One more week Trolls. in the books. <laughs> All yeah. right. I'll- how was it for you, man? Like I kind of didn't do much for part of the week. I was helping the Catch King guys with some some things, so uh, I kind of missed out on some things. But how was your week? Yeah, not much for me either. It's been pretty pretty quiet, pretty dull, and I think that's generally the whole market space has kind of been like that. I feel yeah, maybe the whole Ukraine Russia situation, the war going on there, it's kind of messing up everything. So I'm not quite sure why, but it's been. I think everybody's distracted a little bit, which is fair to say the yeah, least but for sure um, everybody's got sadness coming around but yeah yeah. yeah but but i guess we can start off talking by how we were super wrong on six rings hair the air <laughs> hair airdrop uh michael jordan's uh it, was it michael jordan's project or was it his son's project because i mean it's his son's because we we're talking exactly. about we're gonna talk about astrals and for a long time i thought astrals was Shaq's son's project but actually it's Shaq's project and his son is kind of just like a marketing and when you look at the team page now it says like Shaq founder Miles mm-hmm. O'Neill marketing outreach so um but Six Rings is Michael Jordan's son's project it's not Michael Jordan's project but I I, I guess the mistake that I I I, I mean we kind of talked about it last week where you said there's a lot of people in the server asking how to buy this, these MetaMask. And I, I said, that's kind of a bullish sign actually for these projects, because that means new money's coming into Solana for Solana NFTs that um, when people come in like that, they're usually not looking to flip right away. They're using to, usually looking to buy it and hold it, especially if you're coming from ETH, because I think in ETH, it's a lot harder to do this quick flip kind of thing that we do in Solana. So yeah, that could have been part of it. And also, yeah, it's just the mistake of, I forgot that Alexis Ohanian was involved in this project as well. And he's someone you definitely don't want to sh- uh, fade it because for, I mean, just his whole career, like Reddit and versus dig people were like, Oh, Reddit's just like a copy of dig. And now Reddit's huge and dig is gone. It's kind of just like his whole career of having like a chip on his shoulder. So maybe I don't really know who that too. is. Who, who is that? Oh, Alexis Ohanian. He's one of the co-founders of Reddit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Serena Williams he's... husband. <laughs> oh, okay right, right. yeah so uh he's he's like a venture capitalist now but he co-founded reddit and uh yeah for if you're part like in web 2 in the early days the whole dig versus reddit war was kind of like a big thing mm-hmm. reddit was like nothing dig was like dig.com was dominating and reddit was kind of like this site that like, just the nerds went to like it was kind of like a hacker news kind of reddit kind of crowd and then when Dig released their, I think, I forget what version it was, version four, some kind of big change. And they got pressured by their VCs to make it more, mon- to monetize the site better. And there was just like mm-hmm. a huge community backlash and everybody migrated off off Dig to Reddit. And that's kind of what blew Reddit up. But yeah, he's the Reddit guy. And uh, he's he's someone who's operated with a chip on his shoulder, similar to like Michael Jordan, I feel. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to doubt him. So, but I mean, that thing did way better than we both expected. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was just so much fun with it, right? Like they just, 
less than a week release um, from from starting their Discord to uh, minting out the project. It was just yeah. super fast. Um, their whole whitelisting was just a joke because <laughs> like they basically white they gave out whitelisting roles, but then they ended up giving whitelisting to everybody practically if you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't sell and, out. They cut the supply. Yeah, they didn't sell out. It was going super slow. Cut the supply. Even when after they cut the supply, it went a little bit. It still was kind of slow. Um, yeah, there was just so much back to it. And then, I don't know. <laughs> it just yeah. went up. <laughs> yeah, people in MonkeyDot compared to that. What is that shoe project? There's some kind of like weird shoe project that's always unpopular for Magic Eden. Yeah, jump space or whatever yeah. yeah it's always on there it's always on there but nobody knows what that is because nobody has them like nobody buys them but it's always there for some reason yeah so it's maybe the same type of person that's buying that thing that's buying this that oh, I mean, uh, that's, space runners space runners that's what it yeah. was yeah but i mean that's the speculation too here right it's like okay well we know you guys have plenty of money like friends and all that maybe yeah. you guys just have people sweeping it up i don't know maybe but, yeah yeah yeah, definitely a well-connected team. So that's, I, I, I don't know for sure, but maybe just speculating. It's probably people that aren't native Solana NFT collectors, investors, mm-hmm. flippers. It's just a group of their friends that are buying it and they're essentially lowering supply just by holding it and not wanting to sell it even more. So similar to BR1, where BR1 is being held and people aren't flipping it. So the floor price keeps going up. So maybe something I mean, similar I, there. The, the 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 error app, I guess, or the whole idea of it is kind of cool. You know, I mean, you're like yeah. basically as uh, purchasing into membership uh, into whatever key athletes and stuff. But yeah. we have we have no idea who these athletes are, and even if you do get that membership, what's you know, like we don't know what's going to come with that is, membership. Is it going to be just like a cameo kind of thing where you know you you get the you have the NFT, so they'll make like a hey happy birthday from. <laughs> Lonzo Ball or something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's really no idea, but I mean, it 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 definitely can have potential if it is actually good stuff. But yeah, it's a matter of who's on there, like who's on their list of athletes, and then what kind of stuff they're going to provide. I guess. So for me, in that regards, I was just like, "Eh, I'm not going to buy into it. But I mean, you got some major fans out there. Yeah, that's true. We also minted Yaku capsules, and that one did really well. For me, at least, I, I minted a what is that called? Not the middle one, not the sweet. Is that right? Sweet. What it was? Yeah, yeah space sweet. Yeah. So that that worked out really well. For, I didn't I didn't sell it. I'm just holding it because I want to mint the the last leg of it. But uh, yeah, ah, uh, I really wish I got more of that after sec- on secondary. <laughs> but I mean, I got I got yeah, I got one 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 sweet luckily, and mm-hmm. um, and the, but then that thing dropped down to. Uh, a decent price for you know like i think it was like nine for a suite and then 30 for a penthouse oh wow yeah i mean and of course those prices have almost doubled at least the penthouse has doubled yeah the penthouse yeah um but yeah i mean they they did well i think um and, and when i look at that project um what they're doing and what their white paper is and the things that they're trying to deliver like they, i still think they're pretty impressive with what they're trying to do yeah i think we're talking about it off air maybe you can break down what they're trying to do you, you've read through their white paper you've been listening to a lot of their things i haven't been yeah. 
as, as deep into it. So maybe you can kind of tell everybody what they're doing and what they're trying to do. It, it's not exactly anything um, brand new. Um, they're basically doing kind of like another metaverse, right? But then you're, the, the way they're executing, I feel like is, is way better than a lot of other places because um, a lot of other metaverse projects, you're always like, okay, it's another metaverse. And you, so you expect the standard stuff, but they never explain exactly what they're doing or how they're going to go about doing that. And so I feel like the, the, the Yaku team, like they really have spelled things out like, okay, here, here's our roadmap. And a lot of the things, a lot of the items on the roadmaps, they've actually delivered um, ahead of time, you know? So they do kind of over uh, under promise and over deliver a lot. So that's what I like about what they're doing. Um, but I, I mean, overall in general, they, they have three different types of NFTs, uh, uh, the bike, the capsule that we just did, and then soon to come is the avatar. Um, all three of those things are be, are going to be usable. So your bike, you can get around with it in the metaverse. The capsule is where you're going to put your things or AKA stake your things. And then your avatar is, is you. And of course, all that staking is also going to be used once you get that coin, the Yaku coin, I believe, um, you know, to upgrade your, um, your content, your avatar, your bike, or whatever it is. Um, they haven't exactly said what, but um, all those things are eventually going to be customizable, purchasable. Um, so they have somewhat of an ecosystem that they're going to drive towards. But it sounds good. Looks how good. does it work? Like their execution. You so how does it work? Does it? I've heard people that you can put the bike in the capsule or something. Like how does the staking work for it, or how did they lay it out that it's going to work? Is it just you stake the capsule, or is it you have the capsule and you stake things in the capsule? Yeah. So you have to have a capsule, I believe, in order to stake your bike in the cap in, in the capsule so you're uh on a you know everyday image like you're basically parking your bike into your yeah. capsule garage but that's what basically equates to staking um and so when you do that you you know that's how you accumulate your your yaku coin and uh, the bikes are in terms of their staking economics the bikes are what um, are the are the components that are going to get the most Yaku coin? So they get like sixty six percent of the staking. Oh wow! Yeah. So if you have a bike but you don't have a capsule, you're not going to be able to stake. Is that how it works? I'm sure you're going to be able to get something, but you probably won't get as much. I see. I see. Yeah. So that's oh. like part of it was like eh, I should really buy buy more bikes. Buy more but... bikes because you can stake <laughs> multiple bikes in one capsule. Is you that... can yeah you can stake as many as you want. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe you should just buy more bikes. Huh. Yeah. yeah. And then is that, is their staking going to roll out prior to the metaverse? So it's kind of like they're, it's basically like when these projects do these staking things it's, and they have like something else planned, it's most like mini IDOs, right? Like they're doing like a, a mini coin dis token distribution and then you're going to have utility for it later on. Is that what they're doing too? Or is it the metaverse is coming and staking is coming at the same time or? I'm assuming it's going to be beforehand because um, from my understanding, they already have the token. Um, and that's not that really that big of a deal. It's really easy to make a token. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, from, from what I can tell is they already have that. And then right now, they, it sounds like they're trying to build out certain towers. I'm not exactly sure how that works. But um, it, it looks like they're building like DAO-specific towers. which is Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's yeah. Cool. I guess, cool I guess it's all going to come down to come down to how much utility 
in, in the metaverse or in their universe, the token is going to have, and then mm-hmm. their LP size, if they do roll out of LP, because at least in the, the current uh, meta of Solana NFTs, people use that to determine the value of the project pretty, pretty commonly, it seems. Um, yeah. Interesting. They utility and the, then LP size. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Utility and LP size. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of projects that have rollout staking, but their LP is tiny, so it doesn't move the needle at all. Like, oh, they have like a $20,000 LP, which is a lot of money for like a normal person to just get, you know? But mm-hmm. if you're splitting it up amongst the collection of however many, 5,000 or whatever, it's like, yeah, that's not quite enough to, to move yeah. the needle. But huh, maybe I should try to like hit them up and see if they want to come on the podcast for an interview i really i feel like i don't know enough i need to read through the white paper and stuff to really learn more about the project but that's not interesting and when is their metaverse scheduled to roll out do they have that on their roadmap or it's a real vague not vague but it's a real generic like a q2 q3 type thing you know oh probably that's i'm assuming it's it's within the year supposedly i think yeah maybe i maybe i read it maybe i'm mixing again but um it didn't seem like it was too far off yeah that's actually a lot sooner than i expected Huh. Might be a good time to start accumulating some of this stuff. Huh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think overall right now it's a good time to be accumulating as much as whatever we can. But yeah, it's hard. There's just so much stuff to come to, to buy into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, white papers. So we, we minted Astros this morning. Did you mint three? The OG Astros? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I minted three. And you read the white paper, which I was gonna do today. Uh, but you said it's pretty interesting. What what did you find in the white paper for Astros? Um, their white paper, unlike most others, is pretty detailed. Like they have a lot of things filled out. Um, there's, you know, they have a good, I wouldn't, they have a fleshed out roadmap. Basically, they have plans of what they want to do. Whether or not they can do them is a question. Mm-hmm. But um, just, just reading through, I, I kind of thought, this is a lot more than I thought it was going to be, you know, in terms of uh, what the project is. So, I mean, I thought it was kind of just a typical staking project, but they really seem like they're, they're going more for, um, they're eventually going to go into gaming as well. So mm-hmm. they have like a mini game, mini PTE game. And then after that, the really uh, um, ambitious goal of theirs is to basically put like a, a halo type game that's kind of how they <laughs> presented it you know that's uh, that that's yeah that sounds pretty ambitious mm-hmm. i mean but i mean i don't know, maybe it can work right like when they when they when it said that i just thought of br1 and i was like yeah. okay well br1 is making a game um mm-hmm. and i think they technically have most of it done i'm not sure mm-hmm. but um if they follow in that kind of footsteps then maybe it's doable right i mean they're, they're gonna have plenty of money for sure they have plenty of backing um, yeah and i mean it's Shaq's project as well so he can dump as much money as he wants to <laughs> yeah. in, into it too and it's not like Shaq's a terrible business like Shaq is actually a really good businessman like i don't think right. people people know like all the businesses that he owns mm-hmm. he's done really well as, as far as like not squandering his money so mm-hmm. i mean if he feels like it's worthwhile to pursue this and um He's definitely interested in in the Web three space. You see him pretty active everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, on, on Twitter and in buying NFTs on Ethereum, buying and making this project for Astros is his project, which mm-hmm. I was completely wrong about. I always thought it was his son's project, but 
you look at all the team pages now, it says Shaq founder. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking through it, it now. Metaverse. The other interesting part was that he, the other part of the founder side was uh, Mecca Fragos. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And their floor price has like skyrocketed. Yeah, I was looking at those like a while ago, but everybody kept calling them ugly. And I was like, I think they look pretty cool. I was just going to buy them. Yeah, yeah, I thought they looked fine. Dang, they were under one for a bit too. I should have bought oh, yeah. a, a bunch. They were like 0. 0.3, 0. 0.4, whatever. Yeah. I forget. I mean, they're still relatively affordable, 3.6, but. Yeah, um, it's not still pretty good. It was like yeah. 10x. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm taking a look at their white paper now. They have this metaverse play. It's, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like they're trying to do so many, so many things. Does that mm-hmm. scatter their attention and focus, or is that kind of, does it all make sense that it kind of logically follows the next thing, like metaverse, like a DAO thing? The DAO treasury is is pretty huge for Solana. Like it's like six hundred thousand dollar treasury. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have their own that, token, tokenomics. Right. The interesting part was um, they they did a uh, private investing thing with uh-huh. uh, magic eden i don't know if you saw, saw no that, i didn't but, see that um, i guess magic eden is going to buy whatever amount of um what is their token called i forget but anyways magic shard eden. shard okay well they, they agreed on galaxy. buying galaxy that's what it was uh-huh. so and there's some kind of shared feet i'm not sure but they have some sort of uh, agreement with magic eden that supposedly it's like one of the first types of agreements that uh, magic even has dealt with so. huh. interesting so yeah. bullish on that yeah i gotta I, I gotta take some time to read through this white paper there's definitely a lot going on with that project for mm-hmm. sure yeah it's gonna be interesting to see when this thing gets listed because right now as we're recording this about half it's about half sold uh mm-hmm. still in white list so it hasn't hit public yet. I think if everybody mints everything they're allotted with the whitelist, there'll be around a little under 3,000 left. So yep. it should be yep. interesting so we, to watch this. We have about 2,500 more to go, mm-hmm. right? Before For we uh, run, yeah. yeah, before we run out of whitelists, technically. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Yeah, it's going pretty, pretty fast. So it's interesting. It's just a, the collection size is pretty huge, but it's like, yeah. again, it's like Shaq. It, you know, mm. just like, I, I, I forget what businesses he owns, but he owns like a ton of franchises and he owns a bunch of other stuff, like business kind of deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It is nerve wracking that it's 10,000, but um, yeah. I don't know. It's worth it, I think. It's, it, it's, a, it's a good enough gamble. Uh, yeah, I mean, where it's not like it's not like Blue Terra, which is like twenty soul. Oh yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. and it's like a, it, uh, like I don't know who's running Blue Terra, but this is still like it's 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 Shaquille, you know? Right, right. Uh, looking, yeah, I'm looking to what he owns. He owns so many things. He owns a bunch of like Papa John's and a bunch of other things. So yeah, putting our faith in Shaq, <laughs> like we did in basketball. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know. Do you have anything else that you kind of minted this past week? Did you do the Hawks, the Debonair Hawks? I tried to, but um, I was in the car. <laughs> when I was doing that. <laughs> so that obviously didn't work very well. Yeah. Um, shoot, there was something else I was going to try. It was on that same day. Uh, I don't remember what it was. 
Shiba Pad? <laughs> no, I don't even uh, know. What that Shiba, is. Pad. Uh, Shiba Pad is a it's a, a derugged. Oh dang, it's still going up. It's like 1.8 now. I think it was like a derugged project from Such Shibas. Such Shibas, wow. I think the, the people that took over the project are two people in Monkey Dow. And they're not like new, like a lot of time in Monkey Dow, we get like people that buy the monkey join it, like, hey, check out my project. You know, it's like they, they buy it as part of their marketing expense. They'll spend the $14,000 or whatever to buy a monkey and then come in and show their project. But these, the people that took over the Such Shibas project are, they're like long, long time Monkey Dow people since the beginning almost. So, it's kind of their thing. I think they're trying to do a launch pad similar to um, Monkey Labs. Uh, and they're giving the rev share is like a lot higher than than Monkey Labs for their launch pad. So it's basically just a bet on if you're like in the Monkey Dow, you know the people that are running it. And if you think the launch pad idea is a good good idea. Cause I think even the the alpha is that even the original such Shiba's uh nfts which are real cheap i think they're like 0.3 or something or 0.2 yeah 0.25 they get part of the rev share for the launch pad too it's like a less amount than the than the shiba launch pad but even the original 10,000 uh such shiba nfts get something so like some people are saying oh you, you buy three of those and it's equal to one of those other shiba pad nfts and the Shiba pad is like 1.8 and then the Sachibas are 0.25. So you're basically getting the same amount of rev share for like less than half the price. Mm. So people are saying that, but that, it all depends upon if they're able to attract people to their launch pad, if their launch pad works and all of that kind of stuff. But mm. that's great. I, I didn't admit that one because I wasn't on the wait list and I sold out in wait list. So, uh, but I don't know. What's, what was the other one? You don't remember the other one that you're trying to do? So there's... A few that I faded out on. There was the Aukin Society. Um, that one I just didn't end up minting just because I didn't. I, I mean, they, they were just so hush-hush uh, about what they were doing. It was mm -hmm. just too hush-hush for me. And I was like, forget it. I'm not going to go for it. Um, the only, well, yeah, the only other one that was on that same day as um, as Hawksite was uh, the public for Yaku capsules. Oh, I see. Yeah, but other than that, I, I really wasn't trying to go for anything else. Um, Fly Guys, I was not on the whitelist, so I didn't get that. Yeah, that one did but, actually pretty good. Yeah, that one did really well. What is it at now? It is at 8.1 still. Huh. Mm. Well, what, okay. What's the story behind that one? Because it's a small collection. Is there anything beyond just pretty cool art and a small collection not that i know of you know <laughs> like um i think a lot of people are just saying it's just a good community and <laughs> i mean hey it's good for them if that's what well, if that's all it is you know because i think yeah. they reached all the way up to 14 at, at some point yeah i mean they look pretty cool yeah uh, no, I, I mean art wise they're a lot better than most yeah yeah huh. yeah i didn't i didn't get in that one either so. Yeah, but other than that, it didn't go for much. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be interesting now because if you we're seeing people like like Michael Jordan, Alexis Ohanian with six rings, Shaq with Astros, and you're gonna have like real people coming in now and doing projects. I wonder yeah. how that's gonna affect these like anonymous teams and people that are trying to just launch these small projects because you know there's only so much liquidity. I think even I I, I heard somewhere. 
online or on a podcast or video that they said for the total NFT size for Ethereum is like less than a million wallets. Like, you know, accounts for OpenSea is like 500,000 or something. So like you talk about like the max NFT, max nft collector on ethereum is like five hundred thousand uh, community size like it's got to be smaller on on solana you know so mm-hmm. it, uh, there's only so much liquidity to go around and i'm kind of wondering if these bigger like real name established real people start coming in and doing projects how it's going to affect some of these other more anonymous teams and people that want to kind of stay anonymous because I've, I've been seeing like a ton of projects not mint out not even come close to minting out like they'll mint like 200 you know so yeah i don't know i mean everybody's gonna have to start picking up their game and then at some point it's just gonna that whole metal of like um i don't know oh check out this mom and pop type nft and and like you know those little uh diamond in the rough ones like people mm-hmm. find like oh i like this one i'm gonna show i'm gonna show this one and make yeah. this one super popular <laughs> um that might be a thing eventually but i think like all these other simple like lazy type nf and if mm. you know lazy uh, attempts at projects i think they're gonna have to start picking up their game and just do some quality work yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting i'm not sure if that's I mean, it's probably gonna be a good thing in the end for the ecosystem but it's gonna it might cause a little bit of short-term pain because the transition from what we currently are doing now where it's like oh yeah anonymous team fine look at the roadmap mint and then it whatever it goes up or down it's not going to be the case if there's going to be more and more of these quality teams coming in and people are just gonna be like ah, i'm just gonna wait and do that quality project rather than take a chance on these anonymous teams but there's going to be like a little bit of pain in that transition where people are still doing that old degen behavior and not yeah. uh as, as people slowly transition away from that but yeah I mean, it's gonna be interesting look at they can look at double kids and blankies right like yeah those two perfect examples of projects that were super hyped but then just failed yeah people are not people are kind of over that kind of thing i think yeah yeah you can't just do community and art anymore it's kind of a the disconnect too right like on ethereum i think that's still a thing that people go on but not on solana it's kind of like like solana is like the iteration the evolution iteration seems to be a lot faster where people aren't okay with just art and community like we've that's such a thing in the past already even if you get like all this hype it's, it's not enough anymore you need some kind of utility or some kind of like feigned utility almost yeah. oh speaking of ethereum i don't I, I think i posted it in our private server that that bounty hunters project they're they're gonna do a series on ethereum like a ten thousand set series on ethereum yeah. and then everybody who owns bounty hunters now gets one for free so go. that's gonna be interesting because I've been, I've been, I haven't, I, I sold off quite a bit of the ones that I have. I only have like a hand, like a couple left, but, but it, it should be interesting because the art, you know, like we talk about these projects, like, oh, the art would do, it would do well on Ethereum because the art is cool. And so I guess this is kind of like going to be the first test of that. Like, okay, we always say that, oh yeah, this project would have done really well on Ethereum. And this is kind of like the prototypical stereotypical project that people will say like, oh, this would have done so well on Ethereum, but it doesn't do well on Solana. <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see, like, okay, they are, they're doing an Ethereum set, 10,000, which is a lot. Uh, how well this thing is going to do on Ethereum. It would be great if it does really well, because, you know, I'll get two of them for free. Uh, two or so three if, free. if soul holders have get one or two for free, or is it one to one? One for one, yeah. I mean? You have to um, stake. 
you have to stake the bounty hunter and your NFT, and then you have to have ten thousand bounty credits, bounty tokens, to get okay. the the Ethereum one. But I think it's one for one. Like if you have it, if you buy it, if you're staking it, buy it a certain date, you're gonna be eligible to get it one for one. But they're not gonna let you get it on the mint day for uh, the Ethereum Ethereum one. I think they're gonna take a snapshot of people that are staking on the mint day for uh, people staking on Solana. They'll mm-hmm. subtract that from the total supply on Ethereum, and then they'll have that available for people that want to redeem in the future. I think they're doing like 1,000 at times. And what they're trying to prevent is people just dumping immediately on Ethereum, yeah. which is understandable, but it's kind of like, ah, sure. man, that kind of sucks because, you know, there's no telling what the what the floor price is going to be for this the Ethereum set in the future. And we have to wait <laughs> like a month. Good. You're watching it go down. You're like, yeah. it. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, you know, like if you're like an angel investor and you have that lockup, you can't sell. And this thing is just right. when the, the company goes public, you can't sell it, and it's watching the stock price tank. You're like, oh god, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's, it should be interesting. It did pump the price to like over three uh, for their floor price, so yeah. it's it's gonna be. Uh, people do seem to be excited about it, um, and also, man, like they've been. I, They've still been auctioning off things in their their um, Dow Treasury wallet, and I mm-hmm. think they're still going for a lot less than uh, than the the floor price on Magic Eden. Like I, I was talking about in the previous episode, they they auctioned off a pudgy, uh, not a pudgy penguin, the what is a penguin? <laughs> the penguin project. Pesky on, penguin. Pesky penguin. Yeah, <laughs> they auctioned off the pesky penguin on on their auction, and it went for like uh-huh. four equivalent of like three or four soul when the floor price is around five and they did a D gods. And I think one of the D gods went for like seven soul or eight soul. Oh man. And so I think people, I haven't, I I finally just added their announcements to our private server because I keep missing them. And I I could, Mm. you know, it'd be so easy to just buy a bunch of these bounty credits and then bid on these things because they've seemed to consistently been going for a lot less than the floor price. So there's some arbitrage there. Yeah. I think the last oh, one they did was for uh, a quantum trader. Mm. Uh, I, I don't. I haven't checked how much it went for, but I th- I'm guaranteed it went for less than twelve. The the auction probably. I, I'm if I'm going to guess, I would probably guess it went for something like seven to eight to nine, something around that range. So mm. it's kind of like uh, these auctions are. But the thing about them is they give you the notice only like they 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 post it up and then the auction closes within like 24 to 48 hours so it's, it's if you're not in the community actively you're not going to catch it so right. i haven't i haven't been able to catch any of them but it seems like consistently they've been selling these things for a lot cheaper than the floor price is it hard to get the uh, the required amount of token uh, you can probably just buy it off you know dex oh. lab or I like i don't i don't have enough to get like from the staking, I'm only staking two of my bounty hunters, so I don't have enough to get like they're going for like five hundred thousand bounty, you know, oh. six hundred thousand bounty. So I have maybe like twenty or thirty thousand, maybe. Mm. But you know, you can buy these things for real cheap on on Dex Lab. They're not mm. expensive to get. So okay, I I finally added the announcement their announcements channel to our private server, so I can kind of keep track because I might I might try to bid on one of them in the future. I kind of wish more projects would do that follow thing, that follow announcement option. Yeah, yeah. Easier when you can just check one place for it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting just to, just to watch that one. Other than that, I don't really have anything that I've been watching. I was just, 
I was helping the uh the catching guys with the trailer for their game. They, there's uh I mean it's not secret. Like Magic Eden has a section called Eden Games on their site now. Mm-hmm. And uh they're they're slowly adding more and more games to that that section. So Catch King quick, will be on there. I saw a yeah. quick preview of Catch King's gaming. Looks good. Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, so I, I I get to see some of their multiplayer stuff and some of their um some of the updates to their their yeah so they're they're running it now like their dev I don't know where what they're running it on but they're they're testing it internally yeah. uh, but I'm not sure exactly when the timeline for that is but hopefully that does well because the guys are nice and uh, but that's all I've been doing that's why I kind of missed out on a bunch of the other the mints and stuff. Yeah, I don't think you've missed missed out on much. Yeah. <laughs> Even this week, right? Like, I'm not really. Well, we, we'll get to it eventually, but it doesn't feel like there's like a whole lot of things coming down the line just yet. Yeah, I'm like you said, to... like things have been slowing down. Yeah, I had, I did have on my calendar the Caroverse Mint. That's tonight, or for tonight for us, tomorrow for most people, I guess. And mm. it's like, but even that one, I was like, yeah, the roadmap is not. What it's like kind of like a whatever roadmap and it's two soul again like the two soul mint price is kind of like standard again <laughs> you know it's kind of crept back up in terms Pricey, of soul, so. yeah i mean it's in terms of dollars it's it's not expensive at all but in terms yeah. of soul it's like oh god i worked so hard for some of this soul like yeah uh, no it's kind of okay. one of those things uh but even that one is like yeah i don't know yeah i haven't, I haven't heard of that one it's a high supply and it's like expensive. And if, if, if like dragons and mind folk and marker kid didn't hear about it, it's probably not going to do well. So but I don't know how I got into this one. I was in early, but I don't know. We can get into the mints because I don't really have anything else that we kind of, I'm, I, I'm looking at, our, at my list of projects and things. I don't have anything else that happened over the past week. That's kind of noteworthy. Do you have anything? No, I mean, most of, most of the week has just been me trying to figure out where, what I want to get rid of, what I want to accumulate on. Um, so nothing, nothing really new. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if that's the play for me too. Like I have a bunch of, like I have so many NFTs right now, like so many random projects. I, I might just start selling some, even at, even at, like at a loss, I think, just to consolidate until they're uh, more stable projects. Maybe that's the play. Yeah, that's been that's been what i've been doing like there's there's a lot of uh overlap in terms of projects and and what they do so i've been just kind of just dumping or consolidating into one particular one or something like that but um yeah i'm I'm basically looking for exits (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. which projects have you been like kind of eyeing and keep and trying to consolidate into which is the ones for you I mean, I'm definitely still watching Yaku. Yeah. Um, and in terms of, I mean, we're always watching Remnants, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else have I been trying to keep track of? Like, I haven't, I haven't gotten rid of my Dice Casino one yet, but uh, I don't know. They're they're like kind of like a metaverse gambling. Yeah. Um, play together. What else have I been focusing on? Not a whole lot, really. I keep trying. I keep an eye on on Succubus just to see whether or not they're still going to be yeah, yeah. a sleeper thing. Um, but they're 
ROI is surprisingly pretty good given their current price. Yeah. Like I think they're like about one soul. Um, but when I was looking at it, they were like 0.7 something. It's 0.7 right now. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, is it 0.7? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I recall you basically pulling in like maybe like a dollar something a day, which is not terrible given, given the price that it's at. If I recall what I collect calculated that it was like about a 1% return per day, which is pretty good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm still keeping an eye on that just to make sure that just to see how they deliver and if they can deliver consistently, then you know, I may accumulate more on that. Do you think people evaluate based on that? Like, okay, I'm staking and I'm getting X amount of tokens a day that that's the equivalent of X amount of dollars. Do a lot of people buy it and based on that? Um, I think, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of them do Um, because a lot of people are like, you know, oh, this is, I'm getting like X amount per day. Just, you know, this is totally passive income, but you know, they're yeah. really not because they're, if you're dumping that money every day, then you're going to lose that value. So right. it's never, ever really passive income. And I hate it when people always say that, Yeah. but, um, yeah. but that's how things get presented. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, the only problem becomes is whether or not, um, like say for Succuverse, like even though it may be getting 1% back, um, if you're not selling it, you're not getting it, obviously. So right, right. Do they have any kind of um, utility further on from here? Mm-hmm. It's the big question. So right now for them, it's the portals. Like you have to save up your Lust coin for a portal uh-huh. so that you can get more coin, more Lust coin. <laughs> Whether <laughs> yeah. What's after that? That's the big question. So, uh, yeah. See. Do you think it's going to be in the future, you know, like this debonair degen hawks, mm-hmm. what are they, what are they trying to do? And it, it seems like more of like a, like, you know, we have DeFi pirates that chess finance, and then this seems more like a DeFi play as well. I'm not sure what, I'm not, I'm not even sure what these guys are trying to do, but do you think I, that's what people are trying to look, look for now too? Like the utility with DeFi utilities for, for their NFTs. There's, there's definitely a, a, a requirement of some sort of utility it feels like you know yeah. but um i don't know about um the the, the hawk site guys like i'm not entirely sure what they do but <laughs> um I, I, from my understanding it was like a bunch of analytics which to me was cool i like that yeah you know um there's not there's not enough analytics in this space right now um there, there's some but it's not they're pretty minimal um so DeFi space, mm, I suppose that's kind of, in fact, that would make sense in terms of what comes next, right? There's all that staking, but obviously after that, you need utility more. for the token, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it makes a logical sense for, for some more DeFi protocols to come around. But um, we should talk about DeFi and just in general, because I feel DeFi is taking a huge hit right now, right? Like mm. we had DeFi summer 2000. When is it 20? Mm-hmm. 20? I forget when it was. 2020 DeFi summer. And you know, you just had Andre, what is his name? Andre Cronier. Just like yeah. what is his name? He just like yeah, you're, quit. You're right. He quit DeFi. <laughs> like he just quit everything. He's shutting down oh, all yeah. of his projects. Yeah. Uh, There's like 30 projects that he's he's shuttering all of them. Hmm. So uh it that's, seems like that's pretty depressing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like um 
and he's kind of like the DeFi, like the guy, right? Like he's the guy. Yeah. And it seems like uh, he's lost faith in the idea of DeFi itself and just reading some of the things that he wrote and stuff. And he was the guy behind Phantom, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. The, the chain Phantom. So I mean, I haven't, to be honest, even for myself, I have, I've kind of stepped out of the DeFi stuff, you know? Yeah. Like I haven't really jumped in in a while. Um, most of my, any of my DeFi related stuff is pretty much put into some kind of relatively stable pool. Mm-hmm. Um, like all that other, <laughs> all the, uh, Olympus though, the, the rebase stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of just, I think everyone's just getting hit by so many different losses that it's just, everything's getting depressing. So everybody wants to go back into something that's more stable. Yeah. But I think even some of the things that he's sh- shuddering is things like, like urine, like urine mm. is he's shuddering urine. Like, you know, these, these kind of like, you know, more established kind of projects that were people were basing their ideas off these as like the base Lego, you know, like people urine was like, like a base Lego for a lot of other protocols. So it really does seem like, I don't know if this DeFi thing is kind of just, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of like, I think for a long time, people were like, this is obviously the future. Uh, but I, if people like Andre, Andre Cronje is, is leaving, it's kind of, I don't know. I'm not sure how to take it. I'm still trying to like figure it, all this stuff out too. I definitely, for just me personally, I think that NFTs are, are the more logical step into Web3 for the vast majority of people. Like it's a very understandable, easy to grasp concept. Like, oh, I bought this and I own this thing. And so that's kind of why I've been stepping away more from DeFi, even though I got wrecked with a lot of the rebase stuff. Like I, I lost focus right when Mindfolk and Dragons minted to focus on DeFi things, like the worst timing. But uh, I've been kind of just, I, I think I think for me personally, I'm just going to stick more into NFTs. I think, I think NFTs are going to be like the true unlock for like the vast majority of people, whether it's on Solana, Ethereum, Layer 2 or something. But, it's a lot uh, easier to follow. Um or at least understand. Right? Yeah, I think it's just like an understandable concept. Like, oh, I bought this and I have it and I own it now. Versus yeah. like DeFi, where you have to think about impermanent loss and your 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 true ROI versus your you know like APR APY returns and what you have to do constantly moving your funds around to the best yield. It's kind of like I don't know. And also that stuff is kind of like cannibalistic too, right? Like people are fighting with each other to try to dump on each other, even more so than NFTs. I feel. Like if you've watched how any of these these rebase projects have worked, the whole idea of that three three, oh yeah, like we're all in it together. The best outcome is everybody is in it together, and then as soon as things start to get a little rocky, everybody's just dumping on each other as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, at least at least in NFT land, it's very wide out in the open that that's what people are doing, right? Like it's no no secret that people are undercutting and and dumping. There's no like, oh yeah, we're in this together, and then while well, I undercut you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's such a such a scammy space sometimes, but yeah. um, I mean that's that's where the education comes into play, and you do eventually have certain projects that at least do things correctly, and and that's the hope is that eventually these these projects, the good ones, um, they'll set that example and they'll actually be be the ones that succeed, the ones that win, and that set that example, and that uh, everyone can start at least. Uh, aiming towards that yeah yeah. um yeah i mean it's just such a big growing pain right now um 
it's hard yeah, to, it's, it's, yeah, it's hard, to, hard to hard to really see where where it goes from here. Yeah, it's really early. It's still really early. Oh, yeah, I think it, it just feels like everybody is frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in the world too. Like all this stuff's not going to matter at all if there's World War Three. <laughs> so everybody's going to be <laughs> pretty screwed anyway. So I guess we might as well just enjoy it when we can. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I suppose like, what's interesting in that regard with the whole war, like people are just loving crypto too, right? Because it becomes their one means of being able to get money. Um, because their banks in Ukraine are just all shut down. So um, mm. some of the guys in Ukraine are just like, you know, thank God for crypto because I would have no no access to my money right now otherwise. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's definitely a, it's definitely interesting times because if you've read, uh, this is going to go w- way off track of our normal NFT discussion, but have you read Ray Dalio's book, The Changing Principles for a Changing World Order? No, I haven't. Oh, man. So he basically, uh, you can just watch the YouTube video to get the gist of it. I'll send it to you after this. I'll put in the show notes for anybody who's interested. But he kind of, um, based on upon his observations of the last 10 years with the, the activities of the Federal Reserve and the U.S. monetary policies, he said he's observed a couple of things that he's never observed in his lifetime. So he started to go back to uh, a bunch of other, like, uh, Basically, the reserve currencies for in the past, like the British pound, the Dutch, the Dutch currency—I forget what it's called—and he kind of like compares America's position as the as the reserve currency and the financial leader in the world to these other uh, basically empires that have run the world in the past. And he's kind of postulating that America's on the decline, and China will be the next world power, the great world power, the new world order will be like the Chinese world order. Um, but yeah, Ray Dalio is someone who got famous for calling the um, 2008 financial crisis exactly right and he made a lot of money for his his hedge fund but uh but yeah man he it's it's kind of interesting to think about all that stuff too i forget why i was talking about that what were we talking about right before i started getting up track into this thing <laughs> but it's basically similar to that right where where there is this changing world order um i know where i was going with that like part of the the downfall for these empires is when the the country starts printing an excess amount of money to pay back their debts because they don't have the the money in reserve to pay back their debts. And that's kind of like the promise of crypto. And that's where crypto started, right? 2008 was, you know, we're printing all this money because of the great recession. We need something that's deflationary. That's not hyperinflationary. Like the dollar is quickly becoming. And so it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting uh, position in time where you actually have a legitimate alternative to like a country backed fiat currency or a country backed currency. That's kind of like ephemeral that when well, you're talking about Bitcoin just in general or just cryptocurrency in general, where you don't have like a government backing Bitcoin. It's just Bitcoin is Bitcoin. And it's the first time that humans have an alternative like that in the, I think in the course of human history, like there's never been a, a currency that hasn't been backed by a country or some kind of sovereign government. Mm. Uh, yeah, definitely going to be interesting in this, this changing world order. If it does play out like Ray Dalio expects, how crypto itself is going to play into that. Yeah, that, that's, that was the connection I was trying to make. <laughs> I mean, the, at least the technology, in terms of technology, like it's starting to creep more into our normal lives uh-huh. where, I mean, in terms of accessibility. Like this morning, I downloaded the Phantom Wallet on Android, finally. <laughs> oh, they have um, it on Android now? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, that, that's awesome. So, um, you know. I mean, but they weren't the first ones, right? There's software, there's also yeah. slope, like you can download all these things. And then, 
you can actually start paying in stores with, if you have the right um, the right UI. So yeah. hopefully, like all these things can start happening. I know China, they do that, right? You, you have a mobile app, and yeah. um, they just have a scanner and you just scan it. I mean, heck, uh, it's called Starbucks has has that same thing. Yeah, yeah. China's uh, that that I think that's the great fear of a lot of people in America is that we transition to that, and the the reason China does that too is that's all tied into their social credit system. Which is the way I like to like control their population, which is why I don't know. Like Americans are interesting, right? Like where where we are, it's kind of like it's a little bit different than standard Americans because, like in Asia, like in, in terms of like in Asia, people will generally put the collective good ahead of themselves. That's the kind of broad generalization of like most Asian cultures. And then America is like I won't even wear a mask because it's li- infringing on my upon my liberty. So it's a, it's a different thing. Like I think Chinese are okay with that social credit system, but I think. I'm not sure if Americas are going to be okay with that, but definitely digital bank central currencies are a thing that's coming down the pipe. They're going to have to, like they're going to have to do it if they, regardless if they want to or not. But yeah, man. Uh, I mean, we'll reach the point where like things are requiring change. You know, I think a lot yeah. of people are starting to see like, Hey, things are working out too good, you know? Yeah. And um, I, I mean, people overall it, it just need to start, or first of all, stop assuming that you're the best or stop assuming that you've got everything good and you're okay and actually just start working and doing greater things, you know, yeah. like, um, it's a very general, general statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, yeah, I mean, we're definitely not in, not doing the best and we start need to start doing something better. Yeah. I mean, they talk about like, that's kind of what that I'll send you the video or you can read the book later. The book is intense. I haven't read the book, but you have friends that have read the book. Um, he talks about like af- when a country reaches a certain level of prosperity, there isn't the desire to work as hard as when you're hung- a hungry country, just in general, like yeah. in terms of population. And then yeah. be- by not wanting to work as hard, that leads to like idleness, which leads to infighting and people fight about sillier things that people who are on the come up don't even think about fighting about, you know? And um, that's kind of what he's observed with all these past uh, empires, like the British Empire, and and what it what it generally stems out into is like uh, extra extracurricular war activity, where like you're defending your your domain across the world rather than focusing on your own issues at home, and you have tons of issues at home because of wealth inequality, because of the way that the system is set up, and that's kind of like what happened in the Dutch to the Dutch, what happened to uh, United Kingdom. And he's saying that it's the same thing that's happening right now with the United States. And so mm-hmm. it should, uh, but the, the one factor I think he's not taking into account is that we, for the first time, do have that non-country backed currency with cryptocurrencies. It's going to be interesting to see too, like how it's going to play out with uh, like Bitcoin is Bitcoin. The Bitcoin network is the Bitcoin network. There's no like figurehead and there's no body to like point. Like Ethereum has Vitalik, Solana has Anatoly and Raj. You know, you can point to these people that are in control of these blockchains, kind of in a way. Uh, if shit does hit the fan with America and the dollar and inflation and all this stuff, they, I don't know what they could do to to, to these things. But it's going to be fascinating to watch. Yeah, but, yeah, we need to get an economist on here to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an economist that understands cryptocurrency. I feel like a lot of people yeah. don't understand. Yeah, cryptocurrency. Anyways, that's kind of way off topic off the show, but. Uh, 
can kind of get into them. I don't know if you have any mints. I don't have anything on my calendar uh, that I'm interested in doing. I'm probably going to be doing what you're doing, cons- consolidating into solid projects, selling off things, even at a loss, try to get back some of my soul that I'm st- have stuck in some of these things. But do you have anything on your mint calendar? Uh, let me look real quick. Um, this might be the week where there's more interesting things, I guess. I, I thought there wasn't going to be anything this week at all, but uh, I don't. I didn't realize how long a week is. So we have we had Astros to start off the week, which was today. It's still going. It's at about five thousand left. Yep. Um, if I'm correct, Cats on Crack is tomorrow. Oh dang, that's uh, right. Yeah. So that should be a fun one. I'm so Cats exactly on Crack. Sh- do you are you still bullish on that one? Like I, I'm bullish. I'm not, I'm not sure how to feel. Like a lot of people have been pointing to this other project on Ethereum that looks very similar. Mm-hmm. Have you been seeing that too? Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't followed it too much. I'm, the, the biggest thing that I'm going off on that right now is just hype. I mean, I really don't even know exactly what their roadmap is. <laughs> but um, I mean, the art's decent. Um, but yeah, it's not... Uh, the last I checked, I didn't see what their soul price was. So I think it's two, it's... two soul mint. Oh, is it two? Yikes. Mm-hmm. That's a bit harder to take. Why does their website say, oh, I see. It's not. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm a, the stupid American in me. It was like, why is it in, in uh, October? But it's actually like March oh. 10th. So, you know, like the, <laughs> yeah. how that works. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, there's also... Blue Terra. <laughs> I don't know oh, what to call that, it. Like, I don't know if that that doesn't mean I'm gonna mint it, but yeah, it's, it's uh, a lot of soul to to mint that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to. But <laughs> it'll be interesting to watch nonetheless to see what happens. That's the thing, man. Like, like, you ch- is is it twenty soul that that mint? It's, yeah, it's twenty soul. Like, how can that? I mean, there are projects that have floor prices that are a lot higher than that, but twenty soul for just the general Solana NFT ecosystem is like a pretty high f- floor price to, for a project. And yeah. if you're going to start at that, I, I don't see how it cannot go down from there. It's going to mm. be uh, but maybe, I don't know. I, I don't see the appeal of owning real life land. You know, I, I mean, maybe there is some more utility to that. I'm not sure, but yeah. I so mean, the, Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think like there's just the idea of it, right? Like, Hey, you're owning land in Bahamas all because of this NFT. Yeah. Um, but there's got to be. I, I just, to me, I I, I don't want to have to deal with any of the legal ramifications behind that. That's <laughs> yeah. just that just sounds terrible, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably a no for me. But either way, yeah. it's still. I think uh, it, it can be a somewhat of a historic mint because there is no other. Um, mint that i know of that's like that mm-hmm. so i'll be watching that yeah um the only other one i like is sugar realm that's on the 14th right i heard about that uh, one. yeah that one looks looks pretty good to me like it's like that's another game one so but the art is also also pretty good too so it's a 5,555 supply i'm not sure on the soul price yet you look right now yeah the art's not bad on that one the game itself looks pretty cool too like it looks pretty polished compared to some of the other stuff that's been coming out mm-hmm. yeah so, i'm not on whitelist for that one so i'm not sure but yeah that one looks pretty solid 
Is it a Magic Eden launchpad? Ah, uh, not sure. Oh, oh the price is the 14th, one, so. 1.5 sold for that one. Oh. Not too bad. Mm, not too bad. But yeah, mm. so I have five days to do my research. I, I usually end up doing like research like one or two days beforehand. Yeah, that's better than me. Sometimes I mint and then do the research after. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people do that. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. The art's not bad for that one. So yeah, that was that's one that I've been hearing a lot about. See, the the my one hesitation with Sugar Realm is I've been seeing it a lot on Solana YouTuber, NFT YouTuber videos. Like they're talking about that one a lot. And I'm like, oh, that's usually not a bullish sign generally. Like the, mm. the projects that the YouTubers tend to pick up on are not the ones that people wanna wanna do. But I mean, it could be different. Like if you're if you're hearing good things in Dragons, Mindful Kid, Marker Kid, then it could be a different story with this one. Yeah, um, people like it. Yeah, that's, if people that's, like if people like it in your communities, then it might be a lot different. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been seeing. But I mean, I think um, that there is one dragon. I think that's kind of on the team. Right? Okay. So I mean, that might be also one reason why. But um, I think I mean all the other DAOs too. They they all seem to really like it. So and, yeah. Based on a little bit of stuff that I've seen so far, it's mm-hmm. looks pretty good to me. Yeah, that's more bullish to me. But it's like when I see the these not not that there's anything wrong with them. Like there are a lot of them are just flippers though. Like they're trying to flip for mm-hmm. quick profits, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like people can do whatever they want, but you know they're generally that kind of content attracts a certain kind of person too that's also looking to flip. And so when you have too many of those people into a project at the right at the beginning, it kind of crashes crashes it a little bit. So sure. that's all. That's my only hesitation with Alan. But if if you guys, if the communities that you're in like them, then that's probably going to be not bad too. Yeah, yeah. Good hype. All right, man. I think that's good for this episode. I don't got anything else. We shall watch Astrals. We should see see how that goes. Do you have any predictions of how that one will go? I mean, it's on Soul C right now, selling for about at the lowest, like three thirty uh average maybe about high threes so okay. i don't know we'll see how that how that works out yeah i checked mine i have all floor floor ones like less rare ones so i'm not sure how i'm gonna play this either like flip up to a better one or uh, i'm sure for staking it doesn't matter so I, I think yeah for me it's just reading the white paper from here i feel like it'll it's it's probably gonna at some point dip relatively um not not too low but it should dip at least to some some extent Mm. um and then then at that point it might be a good time to accumulate but i think right now just mint whatever you got (laughs) see what happens all right well i guess we'll check back next week see how we how we did with our predictions and get wrecked on astros and see uh uh, six rings go to 20 soul (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully Solana and the whole crypto space goes back up. I know. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. I mean, it's a good time to accumulate, though. We should we should yeah. just do a project and sell it for two soul if that's the going rate now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to accumulate. Yeah. All right. All right, we'll just cut it here. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I was looking at our stats yesterday and was kind of surprised how many people are tuning into this show. So I just wanted to say thank you very much for all the support. And please don't hesitate to say hi to us. You can find us on Twitter at Focused Alpha NFT and at DevPake. That's at D-E-V-P-A-K-E. All right, we'll see you all on the next episode.